It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Before we get into this Reds Braves preview, I want to let you know after you're done listening to the Locked On Reds podcast today, you should go check out the Locked On MLB podcast. Host Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, has a wealth of knowledge, both present and past, of all things Major League Baseball, and he imparts it to you on a daily basis. That's the Locked On MLB podcast. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Reds fans, and welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today on today's show. We are going to talk about this Braves Reds series coming up a four-game set with the Braves. These series always feel a little bit more... Uh, special to me, maybe not special. I, I really root harder for the Reds against the Braves. I think it's because I had roommates in college. I went to college in Alabama. I had roommates who were all Georgia fans and Atlanta fans and all this other stuff. So, uh, yeah, I root harder during this series. Looking forward to it as well. We're going to talk about that. We're going to break down the Reds, break down the Braves, and uh, just take a look at the series overall. Thanks for joining me here today. Taking the day off from YouTube, just kind of recalibrating a few things. We'll be back tomorrow, so make sure you check out the Lockdown Reds YouTube channel and subscribe. That way you don't miss anything that I've got coming for you. But today we are audio only. Make sure that you're following the podcast on whatever app you're currently listening to. Plus, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and follow the show at Lockdown Reds. And save the Lockdown Reds line number into your phone. For comments, questions, reactions, I'm sure you've got some thoughts as to what's been going on with the Reds here recently. Let me know at 513-549-0159. And you may have a thought or two about the fact that friend of the podcast, Lucas Sims, has been placed on the injured list with a uh, strained right elbow. Uh, He was placed on the injured list and the corresponding move made uh, was to call up Scott Heineman, who, so far as I know, doesn't pitch. Uh, I get it. I, I know that the numbers were 14 pitchers to 12 position players, but we're talking about the worst bullpen in all of Major League Baseball. They could probably use 50 guys, uh, for all we know. 
So I'm not really worried about that. Uh, they've got Philip Deal. They've got, I mean, maybe Jose De Leon could come up and give him some innings. Maybe Riley O'Brien. They've got guys, I feel like, that they could call up in the stead of Lucas Sims while he's on the shelf here. But, uh, yeah, they they call up Scott Hyman. Just continuing to question what the plan is what leadership is doing with this team. But anyway, we we ranted quite a bit about that yesterday, so I'm not going to go into a rant today. Let's talk about this Reds-Brave series. With an early game on Tuesday and an off day on Wednesday, it feels like the Reds haven't played baseball in like 12 years. So it's great to be talking about a game for tonight. The Reds are going to have Tony Santian back on the hill. You'll remember the last time he pitched was in San Diego. He pitched three total innings, gave up three earned runs, kind of was all over the place a little bit with his command, so hopefully he can rein that in. But the reason that he was really took out that early was David Bell saw a moment. He saw an opportunity to pinch hit for him in the fourth inning. It was an aggressive move, a move that most people heralded as a good move, or at least an interesting decision, like he's trying to win this game. It backfired horribly. Shogo got out, and then the bullpen came in right away and gave up runs. And the Reds ended up losing that game 8-2. to two. That was not the fault of Tony Santiance. That was a systemic failure by the bullpen and by the hitting, not doing anything, all that good stuff. So he's looking to continue to kind of build a little bit of momentum going here. He's got two starts. One start was four and two-thirds, the other three innings. He threw 97 pitches in his first, and he threw 53 pitches in that second start. He did give up a pair of dingers to the Padres in his last outing. So we'll see what he can do against this Braves lineup, which we'll go a little bit more in-depth into later on in today's podcast. But it's kind of hurt. Ronald Acuna is on the day-to-day list. It's not really a list for that. It's just he's listed as day-to-day based on being scratched from the lineup on Wednesday for lower back tightness. Now, that could be a myriad of things. We could not see him at all in this series, or he could be back today. Who knows? But there's a chance he's not in the lineup. He is by far the Braves' best hitter. He's probably the best hitter in the National League. Everybody other than him is still pretty okay. I mean, Freddie Freeman is having a decent year, but kind of a down year for Freddie Freeman. But he's still pretty good and will probably give plenty of Reds pitchers fits with long at-bats and work them into walks or some kind of hit or something like that. He's still getting on base at a very nice clip. But you look at the rest of this lineup and you think that this is a situation where Reds pitching can kind of get right a little bit. We're not talking about the Brewers lineup that is collectively hitting 212 and yet somehow still on top of the NL Central. We're not talking about the Pirates lineup. We're not talking about the Diamondbacks or anything like that. They're a little bit better than that. The Braves have some talent, but the Reds are throwing some good starters up there. We got Santian today, who is still building his Major League profile. So, okay, he's not he's not included in the good starters category. Vladimir Gutierrez is doing pretty well. He has shown that poise and moxie that we all hope we see out of a rookie. And hopefully he can have a nice bounce back start on Friday. And then you've got Luis Castillo and Tyler Malley for the weekend. That is encouraging. Plus, as we will talk about with the Braves here in a moment, the Braves are throwing a bullpen day tonight. 
they have announced that. And, and, and the huge reason for that is they just got done with two days back to back, Sunday and Monday. They had double headers in both days. So their pitching staff is all kind of kerfuffled. They got to get they got to kind of get back on schedule. And to do that, they're going to have a bullpen day today. So you look at the Reds lineup and what they could possibly do against the bullpen day. And you're excited because you get the likes of Jesse Winker and Nick Castellanos after an off day. They're ready to go. Joey Votto's back after serving that one game suspension for being mad about a called strike three. He's ready to go. Tucker Barnhart, those guys. I'm looking forward to seeing what this lineup can do on a bullpen day. Hopefully, they can take advantage of it and begin this series off right and win back-to-back games. We're going to talk about what we can expect from the Braves coming up here in just a minute. I'm hopeful that this red side can at least split this series. The Braves have not been as good as they were hoping for so far this season. A lot of that has to do with injuries. And we're going to get into that here in just a minute. Before I talk about that, though, I wanted to let you know that you can entrust your finances and help them grow to Wealthfront. Wealthfront is a company that when you go to Wealthfront.com slash MLB, they'll start helping you set up your savings and they'll manage your first $5,000 for free for life. They help you grow your savings by doing this. They take your money and they put it into a portfolio of diversified low-cost index funds. Lots of big words that most of us normal people are like, huh? They Set it up based on your preferences. That way you don't have to monitor the market each and every day. There's no day trading. There's nothing like that. Wealthfront takes care of it and helps you reach your savings goals. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings today. You only need $500 to get started and then watch that savings grow with Wealthfront. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnMLB to get started today. So coming into the series, the Braves are off schedule a bit, kind of like the podcast has been the last couple of days. Sorry about that. I blame the fact that the Reds played the longest game of the season against the Twins on Monday and throwing me all off, and we're finally starting to get back on track here. But yeah, the Braves are off track because of that doubleheader on Sunday, followed by the doubleheader on Monday as well. And so today's a bullpen day, and they're going to get their starters back on track. So we're looking at the probable starters. I'm thinking based on the schedule, Friday we'll see Drew Smiley, Saturday we'll see Ian Anderson, and Sunday will be Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton's been pretty awesome. 37 years old and still throwing 97 miles an hour. That's phenomenal. Like You think Charlie Morton, and you, you understand he's been around the league for a while, So if you're like me, like when I first thought, oh, hey, the Braves got Charlie Morton and that gave off vibes to me. Like uh, you remember Jamie Moyer for the Phillies? I mean, he pitched for a bunch of different teams, but he was like 40 and throwing like 82. That's not the way Charlie Morton is. He's actually been pretty good, probably their best pitcher so far this year. But they have done they have dealt with so many injuries. If I were a Braves fan, just seeing the fact that Ronald Acuna got scratched from a start on Wednesday, just I I would be way off the wall. Because look at who is on the IL for them right now. They just put Max Freed back on the injured list. He's already had a stint earlier this year, and he's back on earlier this week. My fantasy team suffers because of it. And then you have 
Mike Soroka, who continues to deal with ACL issues. You've got Huascar Enoa, who actually I picked him up off waivers on my fantasy team earlier this year, and he was doing pretty good. He's on the injured list. Tucker Davidson's on the injured list, and they've even got their one of their prized prospects, Tuki Toussaint, on the injured list as well. All of those pitchers aren't going to be in this series because they're just on the shelf. So, yeah, we get Drew Smiley, and we get Ian Anderson, who pitched pretty well. I mean, he helped keep the Reds off the scoreboard in those 22 innings in the playoffs last year. <sighs> Just compartmentalize that. Uh, but Charlie Morton will be pitching on Sunday as well, going up against Tyler Malley. So Luis Castillo up against Ian Anderson. And then Friday will be Goody against Drew Smiley. And I talk about tonight's matchup of the bullpen game against Tony Santian, which, who knows, might be a bullpen game for the Reds, too, with Santian on the mound. Hopefully not. Hopefully he can give them at least five or six. But the Braves' bullpen, when you take a look at them, has pitched a total of 255 and two-thirds innings to the tune of a 4.89 ERA. They've allowed 33 home runs. 111 walks. They do have 268 strikeouts, though, so they, you know, pretty nice little strikeouts per nine ratio. It's not like the Reds' bullpen where they give up a ton of walks and a ton of homers. They just do give up a decent amount of hits, almost one per inning. So the walks plus hits per innings pitched is 1.4 collectively for that Braves bullpen. And the main guys that you're looking at, obviously you've got their closer and not somebody that we're going to see early on in this game. At least I don't think so. Will Smith shouldn't be in before at least the seventh inning, I would figure. But like I mentioned, Josh Tomlin's kind of been a long guy for them. Could see him. Could see a couple of lefties in Tyler Matzik and A.J. Minter. I remember those names from the playoffs last year. I think maybe I've still got a little bit of PTSD from those 22 shutout innings, just thinking that anybody that the Braves are going to throw up there is just going to be phenomenal. And then you've also got uh, a couple other guys who could make appearances like Shane Green. You've also got Luke Jackson. Just some names to be on the lookout for. Of those names, probably the one that's going to give them the most uh, fits, the, the toughest dude to hit, Whenever he comes in will be Tyler Matzik from that left side. He's got a 2.9 FIP, so he's pitching pretty well, 125 ERA+. plus. However, also from the right side, in 30 appearances, 26 total innings, Luke Jackson has a FIP of 3.43, but whenever he comes in, you're going to immediately see, and everybody's going to be talking about that 1.04 ERA. He's allowed three total earned runs in those 26 innings pitched. Only 18 hits, 11 walks to 26 strikeouts as well. So a couple of names that you don't necessarily know off the top of your head who are probably going to play a big role in this bullpen game for the Braves, which is interesting to note. If you're doing a bullpen game, the first game of the series, to get your rotation back on track, there's a really good chance that Come hell or high water, Drew Smiley, Ian Anderson, and Charlie Morton are going to be left in the game for at least six innings. Because I don't think that unless they make a late uh, a call up right before the game and they pitch that guy a bunch or something like that, I don't think that these guys are going to be able to pitch night in, night out, night in, night out for these four games. So there's going to be a lot asked of the starters 
over this weekend. So if the Reds can get up on the starters and really make them work in the final three games of this series, then whatever they, whatever damage they do to the bullpen today will be magnified. So that's got to be the key here. Long at-bats. They've got to force these pitchers to come in and throw strikes. And like I mentioned, there's there's not a ton of guys coming out of this bullpen that just don't walk people. They give up plenty of walks. So I want to see Reds hitters be patient at the plate. Looking at their lineup, like I had mentioned in the top of the podcast, Acuna is the biggest threat. Bar none. I mean, he's probably the best hitter in the National League right now. He's definitely got arguments with Castellanos and Winker, although all three of them are definitely going to be all-stars, I, I feel like. that the, the way that the voting has gone has been exactly as I had hoped, simply because I was worried about bigger fan bases and bigger market teams just stuffing the ballots for their team. That didn't happen. Winker and Castellanos finish in the top three, So and Acuna is up there with them. But outside of Acuna, the guys that we need to be looking out for at the plate the most, probably Austin Riley. Austin Riley has looked pretty decent this year with an 831 OPS, 119 OPS plus. He's been the second best hitter behind Ronald Acuna. Other than that, a lot of average guys. Freddie Freeman has been having a down year for him. Still a pretty good year for most, but a down year for him. He does have 16 dingers on the year, though. 40 RBIs as well. Ozzie Albee's interesting enough, 45 RBIs, and he's only hitting 254. Both he and Freddie Freeman hitting in the 250s. Still very talented hitters that uh, will be fun to watch, I think. Hopefully, Reds pitching can keep them down. We saw, I mean, the, the 22 shutout innings in the playoffs last year were frustrating from a red standpoint, but the pitching still did its job for the most part. Now, obviously one of those guys were Trevor Bauer and he's not here anymore, but Luis Castillo pitched pretty well. So we'll see how well the pitching staff holds up to this Braves lineup coming into a home series. We'll, we'll talk about this in a minute, but the Braves and the Reds at in Cincinnati, at least I was about to say at Grand American Ballpark, but in Cincinnati, the uh, series has been heavily favored toward the Reds over both of these two teams' long-storied histories. We'll get into that here in just a minute. Before we get into that, though, I wanted to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. I mentioned it uh, on yesterday's late-night podcast into this morning, so I'll reiterate, make sure that coming up tonight, you take the over in the Pirates Cardinals game. The over was set at nine. I'm thinking that with the two pitchers on the hill and Chad Cool and Carlos Martinez, there's going to be a lot of runs scored in this one. So my betonline.ag tip of the day to you is take the over on Cardinals Pirates at over nine minus 105. And when you go to betonline.ag, set up your profile and type in the promo code locked on. You'll get 50% added onto your initial deposit. This is a couple of dollars for you right there. BetOnline.ag has great lines when you're talking about Major League Baseball, the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs. Got a Game 7 coming up there. Game 7. Gotta love those words. And you've got all kinds of uh, combat sports, whether it's MMA or boxing, reality TV, all that good stuff over at BetOnline.ag. Set up her profile today and type in the promo code Locked On to get 50% added onto your initial deposit. 
Speaking of promo codes doing some good for you, I've talked about Built Bar forever. And you should already know how good it is because you've probably already tried it. You know about that 100% real chocolate, how great it tastes. Tastes like a candy bar, but it's got the health stats of a protein bar. Talking about like 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar or less, 4 grams of carbs or less, and up to 17 and sometimes even 18 grams of protein. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to, lo- or go to BuiltBar.com today and type in the promo code LOCKED15 at checkout to get 15% off your next order. Built Bar is delicious, but with those statistics, it makes it probably the best snack in your lineup. Check them out today at BuiltBar.com. They've got amazing flavors like my favorite, Cherry Barcia. They've got peanut butter brownie. They've got mint chocolate brownie. They've got all kind of great stuff. Check them out at BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to save 15% off your next order. All right, Reds and Braves coming up at Great American Ballpark tonight for four games. I was looking at the series history. It's interesting because they've played over 2,000 games against each other. And the Reds lead the all-time series 1,165 to 1,083. And the Reds have owned the series at home. They have won 619 games in Cincinnati and they've lost 514 of them to the Braves over the last decade. Obviously, they didn't play them last year because the Reds only played central teams last year. But over the 2010s, the Reds were 20-13 and 13 at Great American Ballpark against the Braves. So even during the down years, they still played pretty well against this Brave side. As I mentioned at the top, I really root a little bit harder. I, I kind of ascribe a little bit more importance to these games based on the fact that I've got a lot of friends down south that are big Braves fans, and I love to have a little bit of bragging rights over. So looking at how this is going to play out and where the Reds are, they're currently four and a half games behind Milwaukee in the NL Central. At 36 and 36, the the Braves are three games under 500 at 35 and 38, and where the Cardinals are right behind the Reds in the divisional standings, they're one game back, yes, but they are tied in the win column. They're two games behind in the loss column. So the Reds need to continue to make some hay. They've been treading water, obviously, with that losing streak and just barely holding on and snapping the losing streak and the second game in Minnesota that boy what would we what would our tone be like if they got swept by the twins that just it's already not great it would have been a lot worse uh, but, but looking at what they need to do with this Braves team coming up for four games then you also look at what's on the other side of that that's the finishing that three game set against Philadelphia because Philadelphia will come to town for one game Monday night And then you've got San Diego coming in for three. And then you've got the Cubs coming in for three. This is a huge homestand. 11 games. They really got to come out of this on top. I'm not talking about six and five. I'd love to see a seven and four, really, when you're talking about this uh, 11 game homestand. So let's see what happens. It starts tonight, four games, Reds and Braves. And I'm looking forward to it. Make sure you're following on Twitter. I'll be tweeting about it all night long as we got a bullpen day against Tony Santian, the big dude on the mound for the Reds. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast, though. That's going to do it for us. Make sure that you check out the YouTube channel. 
hit subscribe. That way you don't miss anything I've got for you there. And make sure you're following the podcast right here on your favorite podcasting app. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Lockdown Reds. But that'll do it for us here today. Thanks again for listening. I'll talk to each and every one of you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.